Well, 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 it's Park City, BAPC Radio, Bad Advice with Park City, yeah, 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 coming at you Thursday, August 13th, the year 2020, best year ever. I might not be politically correct, I'm here to have fun and talk about what's cool to me, and I know you're bored, so let's go. It is Theory Thursday. And have I dug up quite the folklore for us to dive into. So, it came to my attention that not everybody knows about the Mothman. I watched a really cheesy horror flick called Mothman last night. There was a 2002 movie titled Mothman Prophecies. And uh, a book even written by John Keel, the famous UFOist, as they call him. So, what's the deal with Mothman? Where is he? And why did he come up in the last two or three years in the news? So, let's dive in. So, the Mothman was very first sighted in 1966. West Virginia. West Virginia and Point Pleasant is where there's been the most sightings of him. But on November 12, 1966, five men who were digging a grave at a cemetery near Clendenin, West Virginia, which is not very far, uh, maybe 30 minutes from Point Pleasant, they claimed to see a man-like figure flying low from the trees over their heads. This is often identified as the first known sighting to what became the Mothman. It took him a while to get that cool name. But before we leave this first sighting, can five people believe that they saw the same thing that wasn't really there? Alright. When was the Mothman seen next? Thirteen months later. Thirteen months and three days, that is. But this time, he wasn't just flying low. He was pictured or seen at the top of Silver Bridge. What happened later that day? The bridge collapsed. It would kill 46 people. It was the bridge going into Ohio from West Virginia. At the time, that was the biggest collapse ever. It uh, was U.S. Route 35 over the Ohio River. So apparently rush rush hour traffic was just too much for it. Uh, One of the I-beams had lost a a pin, and people believed that the Mothman was either there to pull the pin, or there is like an omen of death to get out of there. So what else? Well, the Mothman's inspired more than just... A movie titled The Mothman in a book. It inspired the Men in Black. The Men in Black, or MIB, are mysterious strangers that (laughs) reportedly attempt to threaten witnesses and reporters of strange occurrences, um, including the Mothman. Apparently, the Mothman was the first time the Men in Black actually came down. Something else to think about there. So, what could have caused the Mothman to mutate? Well, 
there's a reason. There's a theory. Near uh, Point Pleasant is this place referred to as the TNT area. Responsible for 500,000 pounds of TNT a day when it was in manufacturing. So, while there seems to be no established theory explaining the mass sightings, nor a theory why the creature would choose the TNT area as its home, the rose of World War II era igloo-like bunkers and dilapidated laboratories give it all the ambiance a discerning monster could want. In eight, uh, 1983, it became a super fun site, uh, like a natural reserve. They were going to do maybe an airport on there, but there's supposed to be some contamination. Okay, so, contamination. We've all seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and we know that superheroes, sometimes that they are infected with something. So TNT, what's used in the making of TNT? Well, um, this area, this TNT area, it was actually closed the day of the Hiroshima bombing. A lot of what's used to make TNT is essentially like nitrogen. So I think I have an idea. I'm trying to link things together. I'm trying to theorize here, you know. So the air we breathe is around 78% nitrogen. So it is obvious that it enters our body with every breath. This nitrogen helps protein synthesis, amino acids, and th those influence growth, hormones, brain functions, and immune system. Okay. So, do swamps or marshes carry in, you know, larger amounts of nitrogen? Yes, they do. So, what are the problems with excess levels of nitrogen in the environment? It can cause overstimulation of growth of aquatic plants and algae. Excessive growth, growth of these organisms can clog water intakes, use up dissolved oxygen as they decompose, and block light, creating deeper or murkier waters. So, there is a chance that there could have been some chemical contact between a man maybe a moth or even a bird and it could mutate his growth because this this creature to me it looks like a gargoyle with red eyes no feathered wings but quite tall people have cited about six and a half foot wingspan or sorry six and a half feet tall ten foot wingspan for this guy could this be a curse? Is there more folklore surrounding this? Yes. The Cornstalk Curse. So, Chief Cornstalk, he was kind of like the head of the Shawnee at the time of his demise. We learned about Shawnee connected with West Virginia and the Carnival of Hell, Lake Shawnee Amusement Park. So what is this curse? Well, it is rumored that as people settled in this area they pushed back the Native Americans 
a little more than necessary. But a large part of this region was inhabited, meaning the Native Americans, for whatever reason, thought this land was tainted, this, this region in the Appalachian Mountains here. Were they avoiding living there or setting up there because of this creature? Could this creature have existed before? How far does this legend go? Well, all I know is words like, the energy of your people will be paralyzed by the stain of our blood, were muttered by Chief Cornstalk. But treachery, deception, and murder brought an end to this chief's life. He used to actually be allies and had tried working peacefully, but he would put a 200-year curse, bringing tragedy, death, and disaster to the Point Pleasant area. So he passed in 1777, and that would mean the 200-year curse would end in 1977. Well, this could explain the Mothman coming 190 years later. So, why would this creature, first seen in 1966 and avidly in 1967, over 200 sightings in West Virginia and the Point Pleasant area alone have been there. So what's going on? Why would, in 2017, between April and July, there be numerous sightings of Mothman in Chicago. Well, where was he first sighted? Bachelor's Grove Cemetery. And it's very known for its alleged ghost sightings. People are already spooked. Um, this somewhat... Uh, so this is the most recent sighting dating back to February 22nd, 2019 in Woodstock, Illinois. Uh, I wanted to read this and I wanted to compare it to a um, sighting back in the 60s by four people in a car. So right here, the witness is anonymous and quote, he said that he thought it may be or have been Bigfoot initially but then noticed it had a large set of membrane wings attached to the back, extending over the top of his head. He described the shape of the wings as that of a gargoyle. The body was eight to nine feet in height, a little taller than most people have reported, and covered in dark fur. We'll get into the dark fur later. The arms and legs were well-defined. Okay, humanoid, right? So, could Chicagoans just be worrying a lot anyway? No. Here's the 60s tale. There was a drag racing strip outside of town. Two brandly new married couples. having a blast, right? And they were near this TNT area in between Point Pleasant. So, this is four people. This is being reported at 2 a.m. 
there were scratch marks, unexplainable scratch marks on the hood of their car. They said that they had saw this creature, we'll say, right? They saw a mothman in the middle of the road. When their lights shined upon it, it seemed scared of the light. They even went up to 100 miles an hour, and the mothman had been flying following them. Okay, so he can zoom, apparently. He can fly 100 miles an hour. The scratch marks... Not sure about that, but four people at 2 a.m.? You don't go to the cop shop at 2 a.m. unless you really saw something, right? So, hmm, don't moths normally attract to the light? All right. So let's talk about a little more of what this extra or ultra-terrestrial, right? What could it have been? So we talked about overgrowth, we talked about mutation, all right? But another thing too is, could this be an animal? Maybe an animal that was oversized due to feeding on this area. So one of the suggestions is it could be a sandhill crane. The only problem with this is the sandhill crane is majority white. It is shorter like around four feet tall, and its wingspan is five feet three inches. Could this be a tale of the fish was this big, the wingspan was this big kind of thing? The only part of this is all of the people have reported red glowing eyes, and the sandhill crane essentially has a red-topped head, um, which could explain one of the eyes, not two, though. Present day, though, they actually aren't migrating or dwelling in the area of West Virginia at all. However, they are in the area of Chicago. Interesting, right? And in Point Pleasant, there have been sightings between January 17 and August 19, 28 different sandhill cranes. And we've seen albino animals. I've seen a black squirrel, I've seen a white squirrel. Normally squirrels are brown, right? There could have been an albino sand hill crane that from the nitrogen mutated to just grow larger, right? So one thing that's mentioned about the marsh is in the 90s it was pumped. There was red water seep. The red color is caused by iron. Increased amounts of iron in your water. It can contaminate the water. It's not serious risk to health, but it can stain. Okay. If it can stain porcelain, could it stain other things? Could it have made this bird appear to be dark and larger than it is or could these folks whether young or old basically be inhaling too much nitrogen in their oxygen and hallucinating okay well there's one other animal it could be the barred owl what's unique about this animal is there's a red pigment in their retina that when lights shine on it, their eyes glow. But the animal's eyes appear to be 
smaller than we reported, you know? But once again, could it have mutated? I mean, whether it's from the TNT area, nitrogen or iron amounts in the water or marsh, could it have mutated? But uh, this animal is white and brown speckled. So not this ominous black. Uh, just to give you a little bit more information about this conspiracy theory, there's a Mothman statue off of Main Street. There's a Mothman festival that's been going on since 2002, the release of the Mothman prophecies. The town is no choice. Their population doubles over the course of one week and they make $2 million in profits. Bill Geist and Robert Greer have showed up there and celebrities give the town this feeling that we should believe it, we should embrace it. Well, mass hysteria. That's my last theory on this. In sociology and psychology, mass hysteria, known as mask, or sorry, mass psychogenic illness, collective hysteria, group hysteria, or collective obsessional behavior. It's a phenomenon that transmits collective illusions of threats, whether real or imaginary. Everybody in this small town, they know somebody or are somebody with a story of the Mothman. I am now searching for their population. It's very comparable. Oh. Wow, there's a Point Pleasant, New Jersey. But we are talking about West Virginia. Their population is around 4,000. So actually, the amount of tourists annually is 10 to 12,000. Could it be possible that this phenomenon, this legend passed down through the years, could it be a teenager in a costume? Could it be an overgrown species? No matter what, I will say that in 1966, when five gravediggers saw Mothman gliding low, I feel like that sounds more ominous to me than the Chicago sightings of 2017. In 2017, if you told me somebody put on a costume and acted like the Mothman, I would believe that. Back then is a different story. It was in the span of this 200-year curse. What I will say, uh, if the Mothman is real, is it a rumor? Is it an outcast? No matter what, it's fun to talk about. I don't think you'd still be living, but the fact that this happened within the 200 years of the curse of Cornstalk just kind of makes me grin ear to ear. Well, wow, we dove really deep into Mothman. Check it out. There's actually supposed to be a, a new Mothman movie coming out, or it was supposed to come out this summer, but I'm guessing because of uh, what's going on, it got delayed once again. Well, I hope I wasn't mumbling too much, but I guess just remember when you're walking around a marsh, the nitrogen could cause you to see Mothman. <laughs> so tomorrow's Food Friday. We're shaving down what we talk about here. Um, you could expect us Sundays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays for sure. That's how I'm feeling right now. But uh, please wait and see. Thank you to all my fans. VAPC Radio. Park out.